always say style is a lifestyle. Like for me, it's not just like what I put on, it's what I'm interested in. It's who I'm talking to. It's the things I surround myself, the people I surround myself with. It's the career field, like it's all a lifestyle. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. I am your host, Amikale Imani. I hope you all have been doing well. I know it's been a couple of weeks since um, we've last checked in, since my last episode. Um, During Thanksgiving week, I started a new job. And... um, I was just like, you know what? I was just enjoying my Thanksgiving. That's what happened. (laughs) To be completely honest and transparent, I relaxed, recuperated. I did a lot and not a whole lot at the same time. I was just very um, just in my element, still kind of coming out of some, some shit, some emotional and just, you know, getting back on track with with you know, working again and and finally feeling stable and regrounded. So I just gave myself that space. Um, And I just let let that guilt and pressure and stress go. I was like, girl, you just started a new job. It's going to be okay. (laughs) So I hope you all had a great Thanksgiving. Um, I ended up spending it with a friend um, here in town. He had a little gathering at his place and invited, it was a Friendsgiving so he invited, you know, all of his friends. So I got to meet all his friends and I connected with some people. And we just ate and drank and talked and listened to music. And it was amazing. Like it was definitely one of the best Thanksgivings I've had in a very, very, very long time. So I'm so grateful that he he invited me. Um, and I got to spend it in such a beautiful way with really cool people. And um, yeah, I just just really affirmed to me that, um, you know, being here in Santa Fe and having made such a huge leap in transition in my life, it was guided, divinely guided, divinely aligned. And I just constantly keep getting um, just reaffirmed in that, in that light, in that sense. So, so yeah, I had a great time Friday. I laid in bed recuperating because <laughs> I was over there for quite a few hours and ended up, um, what time did I get back home? I think, so he came and got me around four, like four thirty, and I was over there until like midnight. So yeah, so just eating and drinking all evening long. Um, so I was tired on Friday, so I kind of slept in. And I, um, I watched, I finally got around to watching The Heart of They Fall, which was 
a phenomenal movie. I boohooed, bawled, cried. Okay, I didn't bawl, but I definitely cried at the end. It was such, it was so well written, and I just loved the whole Western theme. And I was like, all right, I need to go, I need to go watch uh, Concrete Cowboy, because apparently Western genres is Idris Elba's thing. Like, he does it very well. Um, and I know he had Concrete Cowboy before The Heart of the Fall came out. And I was like, hmm, I need to go back and watch that. Because um, now I'm in this Western vibe. But I thought it was really great. Well written. The set. That set was crazy. Like, this, the set. Not only the set design, like the set production, but like the decor. I had to look up the, the set decorator. I was like, who decorated these sets? Like, damn. I was getting ideas from my apartment. Um, but yes, yeah, so I did that. And then I ended up watching... Um, my other friend here in town was telling me about Ted Lasso, and um, so I watched that, and it's on Apple TV+, Plus, which I just recently got because T-Mobile is having a little free year-long subscription, so I've been tapping into more Apple Plus, Apple TV+, Plus, whatever that's called. Um, so I watched Ted Lasso, and I actually finished this series beginning of this week, like Monday. Super good show. I laughed, I cried. It was it was the just the the complexity of the characters in that show was just it I was I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm on the Ted Lasso bandwagon. Um Jason Sudeikis is, is a act actorial genius, however you say that word. He's 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 amazing. So that's kind of what I've been on. And then this week was my first full week at my job so I'm really excited um so I am a community manager for this really cool high-end luxury photography brand which is such an amazing opportunity and um I'm just so grateful to be in this position and I'm still learning so that's why I've been having to give myself a lot of space and grace and just getting back into the routine of like working full-time um and so they're based they're based out of Miami but I mean the whole company the company as a whole is remote um but the working hours are nine to five eastern standard time so I've been working from seven to three um because I'm two hours behind eastern time so that's to, that's been like a bit of an adjustment so that's why I was like tired though. Even though the first week I worked there was a half week due to Thanksgiving, but just my body having to get acclimated. So I wake up between 5.30 and 6 a.m. So, but I, I love it. I, I'd much rather work seven to three than nine to five, my time. I think there was like, there were a couple of people who were, or one person who's located in, um, like in California, so like on West Coast time. Um, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, she works nine to five, Pacific Standard Time, and I was like, nah, I'll stick with my seven to three. I don't want to work nine to five, nothing. <laughs> so, so yeah, so just getting adjusted. Um, and what else has been going on? That's really it, y'all. I just have been giving myself a lot of space, um, just to like, like I said, get back on track, get adjusted, find my new rhythm and flow throughout the week. Um, and so I've been watching a lot of TV. <laughs> After I get off, after I like, you know, close out for the day with work, I'm just, I'm back to watching Modern Family. I had given myself a break. So I was going through so much stuff and I was like, I just need to give myself, like, I just need to tap into myself and journal and, 
you know, do a bunch of energy work and all that stuff. And now that I have this job, I'm like, okay, like, what does my evening routine look like? What does my morning routine look like, more or less? Um, so, yeah, I'm just, like, in this really cool experimental phase and just giving, my lot, giving myself a lot of space to do whatever I want in the evenings. If that's watching TV, if that's journaling or, you know, tapping into my adult coloring book while I watch TV, whatever. I'm just allowing myself to figure out how I want my, my evenings to flow, essentially. So lots of space, lots of grace. That's where I am. <laughs> um, especially these next, like, three months as I'm just really digging deeper into this role and getting more acclimated and learning more um so everything on my end personally as far as like business and like the course and all of that I've just put that on pause on hold for the next 90 days um just so I can focus on on this this new role that I'm in and really getting a firm and solid grasp of you know my my new duties (laughs) Um, so yeah, so that's where I am. And then I also wanted to give an update on the podcast. So I know originally I said that the, that December 30th would be the last day. Um, and so I, I initially said 30th because I was like, oh, that's like, that'll be like my officially one year, you know, of like having done the podcast or whatever, even though I've taken like breaks and skipped weeks and whatever, whatever, but more or less, it'll be like, you know, that'll be my one year anniversary. Um, but I felt myself like forcing it, like, oh, but you can't like stop before then. Like you have to go all the way to the end. Like if you're like, you have to go to the 30th, you know, that's like going to be your official one year. And when I like really tapped into that, I was like, I'm only doing that because I feel like I'm supposed to look like, out. I feel like I'm quitting if I don't go all the way to December 30th. So I just have been feeling more aligned with the winter solstice, like having the last episode be on the winter solstice, the Thursday, which is the Thursday after the winter solstice. So I believe, uh, is it the 21st or the 22nd? Hold on, I'm going to check my calendar to see when it is. Actually, let me hit up Google because my calendar don't have it. Winter solstice. I believe it's the 21st. Mm-hmm. 21st of December. So that Thursday, which is a Tuesday. December 21st is a Tuesday. Um, so yeah, the last episode for the year will be December 23rd. So yeah, honoring winter solstice, I feel like that's a perfect time to end, you know, as we go into the season of just like full on hibernation mode, that's what I will be doing. Um, So yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all, share some updates. Um, And so before I introduce, oh, 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 and also this Saturday is the new moon, December 4th. New moon in Sagittarius, and there's also a solar eclipse, which we won't see, at least North America won't see, um, but Antarctica's going to see it, <laughs> so if you live in Antarctica, <laughs> have fun with that, um, but we won't be able to see the solar eclipse, which is a kind of a bummer, but uh, whatever, that's fine. I know we'll definitely still be able to feel the energy of it, um, so, so yeah, so eclipse season is underway. Um, 
yeah, so that's what they let in there, Emmanuel. Um, but before I introduce the, our guest for this week, I wanted to share this week's oracle card, which I just pulled before I came in to record the intro. And so the card that I pulled was attraction. I was like, yes, attraction. Um, so the moon phase that is uh, that correlates to this card is the super moon. And ironically enough, the number of this card was 44. And I was like, ooh, it's interesting how that also coincides, like those numbers, that 4 and 4, the 44, coincides with the new moon on Saturday, which will be December 4th, okay? So lots of 4s energy going on, which is amazing. Structure, foundation, it's a good number. Um, and it's also Jay-Z's birthday on Saturday, so happy birthday to him. But but yeah, the, so the, the message that I received was, be everything you seek because you already are. Be everything you seek because you already are. And I think a lot of times we forget that, that, you know, we have everything we need. You know, everything that we need is inside of us, um, which is so true. But we just have to tap into that, tap into our truth, tap into our heart, you know, and just like pull that energy out of us, pull that truth, pull that authenticity out of us and walk in that authority, walking in our innate divine power. So yeah, don't just remind yourself, you know, when you feel like we get really caught up with external validation or external needs and, and things, just remember that you um, are already, you are everything you seek. You are everything you seek. Okay, everything you want, everything you need already is within everything you need everything you seek is already within so be everything you seek because you already are yay <laughs> oh so this week i have um trisha de la style on the show and trisha actually used to be my manager at this lovely little retail store I used to work at. Um, and I'm just going to leave it there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so we've kind of always stayed in touch via social media. And she started doing um, uh, costume design and things like that. And so I was like, oh, okay, cool. Noticing you know, what she's been doing on social media. Let's, let's say uh, one, two, maybe two, three years ago. Um, and then I noticed that she started doing her own stuff, you know, she was, she was starting her own company and I was like, okay, that's dope. Um, so I thought she'd be a great fit for the show and just to kind of pick her brain. And we had a really awesome conversation, really just catching up. Um, but we also tapped into so many other beautiful things and she was just dishing out all these pearls of wisdom and what she's learned and what she's experienced throughout her career and her life um so I was just so grateful that we were able to really catch up and make this connection and, and you know um we were able to have this conversation so 
This is my discussion with Trisha De La Style. Please be sure to follow her on Instagram. Check out her work. Um, she's really dope. So cool. Such a sweet, sweet, sweet spirit. Um, so yeah, thank you all so much for tuning into this week. And I'll catch y'all next week. Have a good weekend. Bye. I wanted to thank you again for the opportunity to come onto your platform and share my experiences and hopefully inspire and help other people out. But Absolutely. it's funny that you reached out to me about three weeks, three days ago, because as far as I like confirming the date, like this has been a mm-hmm. conversation going, um, that's been in the works for a long time. However, um, when you reached out three days ago, this time hit different because I had um, a, about three weeks ago, I had a spiritual awakening mm. and um, not a spiritual awakening, a spiritual reading. Mm-hmm. And in the reading, she informed me that um, I'm in the process of an awakening, a spiritual awakening, because I was explaining to her like all the things I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And um, as far as like awareness mm-hmm. um, about me, about the people around me. So um, with that being said, on the cusp of something beautiful is exactly what's unfolding right now. Like, I feel like my story, your story, um, so many people, I feel like COVID 2020, 2021, it kind of propelled us to, mm-hmm. to birth these beautiful things because we were forced to change our, I mean, change our ways and adapt, Yeah, you know, and a lot of that adaption came from, um, from within because we had the chance to really be with ourselves and take time to relax and like think and process and do the things we weren't able to do prior to COVID. Mm-hmm. So thank you for this opportunity. I'm excited about this conversation. Um, I guess, want to start with the first question? Yeah, well, first and foremost, thank you so much for creating space <laughs> in your schedule. And, you know, like you said, this was supposed to happen weeks ago, but actually it was supposed to happen today. You know, that's that, that's that divine time and that divine alignment. Like you said, this time hit differently because you have much more awareness now of what's going on, what you want to speak about. Like you're able to really connect those dots um and integrated into your story so everything listen perfect timing right right (laughs) I strongly I believe that to be true um Mm -hmm. but yeah love let's get into your story um so my story there's so much to the story but I'm gonna try to summarize it and make it brief and clear Mm -hmm. as possible um so the introduction or what led me to start this career in styling and um not just styling, but I think with styling and the reason why um, I'm so passionate about it, because I understand how I feel when I look good. Mm. And in this world, especially with, you know, everything that's going on with COVID, you know, what happened last year with Mm -hmm. the movement. And I feel like we as um, by POCs, we, we struggle with um, taking up space. Mm. And a lot of that has to do with first impressions you know um whether the you whether the process of taking up space is going to be smooth or not has a lot to do with your first impression first mm-hmm. impression you when you see someone what what do you what do you like when you meet somebody what's the first thing you see usually like how they look how they're dressed you know, them they're exactly yeah. exactly you see that that person but you mm-hmm. don't see that person in the way that like I like to see people and that's mm-hmm. why the style comes in because I feel like it's a way to express yourself mm-hmm. um to the world without really saying anything um 
I started De La Tris Style last year as well. And um, a large part of that was because I'm really passionate. Like I like styling, but I'm really passionate about branding. Mm-hmm. And branding is essentially creating your own marker, your own image mm-hmm. amidst all the other things. So um, my reason for starting De La Tris Style is because I wanted to create a team of um, like-minded individuals, men, women, whatever you have. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to create a team of like-minded individuals that... Um, help people present themselves in the way that they see themselves if that makes sense Mm -hmm, I love that um um, and that goes deeper than just like what you're wearing but how you live your life Mm -hmm. and I always say style is a lifestyle like for me it's not just like what I put on it's what I'm interested in it's who Mm -hmm. I'm talking to it's the things I surround myself the people I surround myself with it's the career field like it's all Mm -hmm. a lifestyle like for me, style is my life. So um, with De La Tris Style and creating this brand with a group of individuals, my ultimate goal is to um, assist people in whatever way they need as far as style goes, whether it's like a re- refresh of your closet or styling you for an event mm-hmm. or styling a costume, um, because I do work in television and film, or yes. um, it's it's literally like the, sty- the styling piece goes far far um goes beyond what Mm -hmm. your eyes can see if that makes sense Mm -hmm. absolutely um but what led me to start of it was just like the innate feeling inside of me it's like something that like the longer that I tried to like act like it wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. the more I felt the need to do it Mm -hmm. and COVID kind of propelled that because it was like all right you have the time you have the space what are you waiting for this is Mm -hmm. like ultimately what you've been waiting for because I started working when I was like 15 and then I've never stopped. I've mm-hmm. always held a job ever since 15, right? I don't want to disclose my age, but <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't mind. Um, I'm 36 now. Yeah, I just had a birthday two days ago. Thank you, thank Happy you. Happy solar return! Oh my goodness. Um, thank you, thank you. Thank ten, or not two days ago? How many days? Ten days ago. Ten, ten. Okay. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um. Yeah, 20 years later, like I want to essentially take a break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I want to just have time to rest and not be forced to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of taking a break is having a community that allows you to do that. Mm-hmm. And the community deals with, again, your team. And the team is far and wide. And it's not just like who I'm working with, but it's right. even like my friendships outside of what I'm working on. And even um, my partner being like at home, mm-hmm. like I didn't realize prior to COVID how important those relationships were. I think that I was just in the motion of doing things. And because mm-hmm. I started at 15 and 20 years later, I got into this routine of like kind of being a robot, mm-hmm. reporting here, reporting here, reporting here, doing this, doing that, but not necessarily doing what I needed to do for me. So that's where the style piece came in. It was like, I feel good. I like to feel good. I want to help other people feel good. Then how can we put this to work, foster that idea mm-hmm. and make money off of it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. Um, <laughs> because every, I mean, we all think we're fashionable. It's, it's innate in us. It's mm-hmm. with, all Black people are fashionable in their own way. Yeah, I agree. But I think that when it comes to stylists, we have the eye and a skill set that not necessarily like normal people have. Mm-hmm. And that part is what's going to propel you to be successful ultimately in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, 
I started by just posting pictures on Instagram, like uh, for a hobby and not, not for nothing, but I still do that. But yeah. now there's more of like a direction, a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to show people that style is, is wide, you know, there's uh-huh. many, many, there's no one, no one set rule for how someone should look. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more, like I said, the more I suppressed it, the more I felt the need to, you know, I would see people in the street and um, pick something I like off of them. And like literally walking down the street, I'd be like, well, I like her shirt with her pant and her hat mm. and her earrings, you know? It's like, wow. I'm inspired by, when it comes to like even inspiration, I'm inspired by the people around me. Mm-hmm. You know, I can, I, I like celebrity style, but truthfully speaking, I don't relate to them. Right, right. We don't have the same lifestyle. We don't have the same, you know, financial (laughs) finances Mm -hmm. we you know it's not the same so um for me style is about like the people around me um everyone inspires me in some way even from like the way they carry themselves like I like I said style for me is not just about the wardrobe it's about Mm -hmm. a feeling it's about your mindset it's about community it's about um your spaces that you take up you know where you work at where you live at where you eat at (laughs) where you pray at where you rest your head at night like all of that plays a part in in style Mm -hmm. um I love that I hope I answered the question yes you did (laughs) it is funny like as you were saying like you know style is like a whole like your whole lifestyle I just kept hearing like it's like it's like the whole personal aesthetic of a person like you know like just like that their whole aesthetic to the um, way we wear our hair, our oh, glasses, yeah, yeah. Your, you know, it's, it's everything. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I want to, I have ideas as far as um, helping underprivileged um, people. And mm-hmm. for me, that's, I have um, a lot of experience with um, working with underprivileged communities. Mm-hmm. What my one of my first jobs I've done everything from work in like a fast food restaurant to mm-hmm. work at a camp as a camp counselor to being a store manager to being an art director and to now being a brand owner so um for me the connection is deeper than just like people that I think I want to hang around mm-hmm. but it's more about reaching out to the people that don't have a voice right. um so my ultimate goal is to partner with um non-for-profits Okay. And work with underprivileged communities and getting them back into the workforce or job mm-hmm. or whatever it is that they need. Like I want to be that source to that, like that is part of like why I'm doing this because I, I like doing it and getting paid, but mm-hmm. ultimately I'm not doing it for the money. I've walked away from jobs because I wasn't happy. Because for me, it's not just about the money. It's right. about what I feel like when I go home, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I want to leave my mark feeling the way I want other people to feel like I want to leave feeling good and I want to make other people feel good um so if that doesn't do, do it for me I have to think twice of like what is my finances looking like because I don't operate just off money like mm-hmm. I could be further or not even further I could be more successful in other people's eyes if I would have stayed at certain places you know mm-hmm. but I it's felt like I had to fit the bullet yeah yeah but for me it was about I'm always been a risk taker you know I try to create spaces for me that necessarily aren't there, but that's where I feel like my success will ultimately lie is because I've created the path for myself. You know, I'm not trying to like follow this path or, you know, um, live up to this like standard 
I'm literally just making my own standard. <laughs> That's my ultimate goal is to make my, my own standard and to help people in the process. Absolutely. It's like, it's not something that I've had to learn along my walk is like our abundance is in our authenticity, you know? And our intuition is what guides our authenticity. Like that's been like my path is like just realizing all of this stuff and why I teach what I teach and why I, you know, preach what I preach, preaching in quotes, but, you know, just like really being so passionate about having people like tap into your, tapping back into their authenticity and like do that work. And I just totally want to tap into your, you know, your spiritual awakening and all of that. But, you know, it really does come down to that. of Like, what am I doing this for? Like, who is benefiting from this? Because clearly it's not me. You know, it's like really just like breaking all that down and just figuring figuring out like, okay, how can I pivot now? Because like, I'm here to live life for myself. I'm I'm here to live life for the fullest. And if I can help other people do the same thing, well, gosh, darn it. Come on, hop on in. Like, let's go. (laughs) That makes it all the better. (laughs) That makes it the most rewarding. Exactly. Um, Yeah, the intuition piece. I realize plays a huge part in everything we do mm-hmm. and intuition comes from wisdom and we yes. all have it in us and sometimes we ignore it but we have it mm-hmm. and it's just about um tapping in and even if you can't tap in yourself just like I like I said I had to reach out to a spiritual reader because I I felt it I just couldn't understand it and I felt like I was responsible for everything that was happening to me mm. and speaking to someone else is like no Things are shifting because you're shifting Mm. and you're making space for the things that you deserve, you know, the things Mm. that you're working for. Um, But I, um, as far as the spiritual reading go, I've been like struggling with a lot of my relationships Mm -hmm. and relationships as far as like friendships. um, Oh, that's because you a Libra. You got that Mercury retrograde going on and Libra says, all your shit was getting shook up. my I don't think oh, I've yeah. ever experienced anything like this yeah. past month and a half like it's crazy like I'm smiling today but there's mm-hmm. been a lot of tears mm. a lot um but yeah in the spiritual awakening um I questioned like why things were happening because I was like why like I know that I struggle in some areas but I know my struggle is not the reason for why I felt like I was experiencing a downfall mm-hmm. um but in the spiritual reading she um enlightened me it's like no you're shift like you're experiencing a shift and the shift is um the universe is kind of like testing you mm. and reminding you to make space for what you're asking for Ooh. Ooh, so some uh, so with that um, that's where the relationships pieces came in because um, success has to do with the people that you're around. And I question a lot of people that are around, not because they did something bad to me, but ultimately, like in the long process, is like, what was I, what, like, for relationships are based off, let me reword that, relationships should be and this is what I had to learn because I think it's something that I struggle with in the past because I didn't know this but ultimately Mm -hmm. when your relationship it's like a give and take relationship Mm -hmm. so if you're constantly giving and not taking anything then that's a one-sided relationship where there's a problem and that's what I realized in a lot of our relationships is like I would be giving or doing and I didn't I didn't ask for anything I didn't expect it I've been like an independent person because Mm -hmm. of trauma and things Mm -hmm. I've gone through but it's like no that's not that's your trauma that's your way of responding because of trauma and that that can't go that can't go on right 
Um, so yeah, relationships have shifted um, and shifted for the better. I'm just more vocal. I'm asking for what I want. Right. Um, so that I can ultimately, the universe can work with me because no one can do it by themselves. And not that I thought I could do it by myself, but I've just always been a person that never asked for help. Same. So here we are. We're same, changing. Same. same. <laughs> We're changing. We we are shifting and changing. Um, yeah. And ultimately, she told me that. Um, what did she say? That like strung a bell. I was like, wow. She told me that I possess a gift that triggers people upon meeting me. Mm, you're an activator. She told me that. And I was like, wait, what? Because I, I explained to her like things that I experienced with like meeting new people. And a lot of times it's being like caught off guard because of energy. Mm-hmm. But my energy, I guess, I, I guess I want to say my energy clashes with other people sometimes. Mm. Um, and as of me not knowing why that happened forced me to react in ways that weren't necessarily beneficial for me in the long run. Mm. I would like move away instead of like, not, I mean, sometimes it's good to move away, but you can't do that in all spaces. Like sometimes you have to work through it. And um, I've learned how to better navigate my feelings so that I don't, instead of like moving away is me walking away. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, it's been a process. It's been a struggle because we all know we get triggered every day. So it's just about emotional intelligence and not letting those triggers get to me and affect me, help my health and, um, the people around me. That's it. That's it. I'm Um, curious, has, have you seen that being, or showing up in your workspaces too, especially like, you know, you're working with television and film, like there's all these different energies, all these different people, like how is, how has it been navigating that space? Absolutely. So in the workplace, um, being new to uh, certain spaces, because in film, you work with people temporarily. So most mm-hmm. of the time when you work on a project, it's for that period. In the beginning, you you know, you figure out your place, your position, you figure out your role, and then you do the job that is required. Mm-hmm. Um, and in some of those spaces, yeah, there is, you know, there, there'd be times um, that, there would be friction and only because of the energy. It wasn't like I did anything wrong mm-hmm. because sometimes it wasn't, it was without like working with people. It was just upon initial meeting. And then you, we as people can feel when the, like when things are a little off, you mm-hmm. know? So it would start with like something minor and then just keep escalating. Um, so with that, I used to be the person, like I said, that would move away, work through it. But it's like, no, you have to use your voice. Yeah um say something because a lot of times people don't know they're doing it oh that's so true especially when you're <laughs> it's becoming not... conscious and you're realizing okay I'm these people are unconscious so I can't like take it personally it's just like they're just in a different place you, it's not it's not even their fault it's yeah. all like learned behaviors and unless mm-hmm. someone teaches you about the awakening and the process that goes with it you would never know you would never know how to like direct those feelings direct that energy and now I just channel that energy differently um in creative spaces now at first like I said I struggle with like finding my place because I know like what my title is but Mm -hmm. on every team that role is different depending on the strengths and weaknesses of everybody else so I just learned to channel that and go harder like it just makes me do my job better when Mm -hmm. I feel like there's some I'm like oh okay 
<laughs> Let me just show you how it's done. <laughs> just like basically being the the model, the role model. Because mm, I don't I, I don't feed into it no more. Before, like I said, I would just move away. But it's like I don't want to feel. I don't want people to think they ran me away. Mm. I want people to know that I'm the type of person that will distance myself. I don't want that energy around. But now I know how to better navigate it. And I'm just gonna kill you with kindness. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna work through this. We're gonna figure it out. But you're not. You never, no one ever made me run away, but I'm not walking away anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, I, I realized some people just want you to do that. Oh yeah. They just want you to say something to them. A lot of times people do things because they, they think they're not seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they think that you think you're something and it's just like, no, let's just have a conversation. Let's work together. Mm-hmm. We're going to like, I'm going to kill you with kindness. Yeah. Yeah. So all those feelings you're thinking is not there. Mm-hmm. And it's actually helped a lot. Um, people, I guess when you put your foot down sometimes, and especially in, I realize in certain cities, because I've always worked in cities and with cities, it always seems like there's a power struggle in certain places. Um, and I realized with that, like killing with kindness, it, I learned that and have never turned back. Like mm-hmm. people change their ways. Cause it's like, I like who you're making yourself miserable. Cause you're not affecting oh, yeah. me. Like now oh, yeah. that I've been able to master not master, but better control my emotions. It's just like, okay, that's fine, but that's not me. Because <laughs> they realize they're me. in this little playgrounds. They call it a sandbox. They're in this little sandbox playing by themselves now because you're not Absolutely. feeding into it. You're not interacting with it. So it's not fun for them anymore. Absolutely. Um, but outside of that, it's um, navigating those spaces. Other than killing people with kindness and doing the job, a lot of the navigation in spaces is seeking out and asking questions Mm. because once you um establish that rapport and you know all eagles hopefully are killed Mm -hmm. because after the kindness after you kill them with kindness then it's like a kind of like an even playing field Mm because you see me and I see you and now we understand that it's cool Mm -hmm. um I've learned to use that to better get ahead by like after I um say what I like say what I need to say then I go into ask questions because a lot of these spaces is um almost like secret societies mm. there's no like handbook there's no like no one teaches you you just get thrown into it and you got to do the job mm. so that's even why it's more important even in my in my work in my spaces um in my career field to navigate my relationship with people whether we mesh or not mm-hmm. and um just um, create the environment so that it's positive and we can move forward. Right, right. Mm, but I love and work and working in um, my field that I work in, I realize a lot of it is secret societies. Like no one would tell you, no one would disclose the information. Mm. <laughs> they'll wait till you mess. They'll see you mess up and then let you do it and then tell you after everything is messed up. And it's wow. like okay, cool, cool, cool. Got it. Wow. It's interesting. It's an interesting space, but I would never like turn away from it because I know this is my passion. You know? mm, I but love that. The, the journey actually going into my career that I want to be in, like styling, is mm-hmm. it's 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 a it's it's one that when I get to where I want to get to, I'll have another story for you. Ooh, I love that. <laughs> I, love that. I love that. And I actually do want to get into your journey into styling a little bit like because I remember I remember you posting on and this may have been the beginning I'm not sure you'll 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 let me know but I remember you know 
couple of years ago, you're posting about, you know, being on the set of like random acts of flyness. And I was like, oh, okay. That's yes. cute. In which yes, I yes. fucking love that show. That show was brilliantly genius. Um, so was that your starting point? Like what was like, how did you even get into this space? That actually was my starting point into wardrobe and costume. Okay. But my actual starting point in film was actually through a mutual friend, um, not mutual friend, because it's not your friend. <laughs> I'm not a mutual friend. <laughs> a, a friend of a friend. Um, they asked me to help out because, you know, just seeing me, they, they gave me this, uh, gave me the space. Mm-hmm. They just gave me an opportunity. Um, he's like, do you, um, do you want to work on this project? And I'm like, sure. Me thinking it was me for styling was actually for makeup. So mm-hmm. that was actually something I had, um, I had experience, but not really had experience, mm-hmm. you know, like had experience, like doing it myself. I like beauty. I try to do the research for myself, but when it comes to other people, it's like, oh, that's a different ballgame because mm-hmm. no, no skin type is the same. So it started with that. And that was on, um, evolution of a criminal, oh. a documentary. Yes. Uh, back in, I want to say about almost 10 years ago nine years ago yeah that was my first project and um the project has been super successful the director has gone on to do so many so many even be a part of Brandon Max of Fitness um the director is on there so um it started with that and then from there I was asked through another mutual friend that uh I worked on the documentary with Mm -hmm. Evolution of a Criminal I was asked to work on Brandon Max of Fitness first it was the pilot um, and that was my first opportunity. And it was a lot of like observation, jumping in and helping where I knew I had the experience. But mm-hmm. from there is where I learned a lot, a lot, wow. a lot, a lot. Yes. The so designer, um, Sarah, she um, gave me my first shot. And for that, I will forever, forever, forever be grateful. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I went to um, a couple of small projects, like I did a project in Baltimore. I worked okay. as the assistant costume designer on Phoebe, okay. um, a short film. And then I worked on Random Max of Finance, the actual first season. Um, and then from there, I tried to get into the union. I was like, okay, I got some experience. Mm-hmm. Um, interview for that. And they kindly told me I needed experience as a sole designer because I okay. had always worked in as assistant position. Um, so from there, I was like, all right, let me do my research. I found out about costuming, which is another union in film. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's the background side. So it's the part that you don't see, like, you know, you see the clothes, but you don't see the people getting dressed in the clothes right. and that's what the costumers do. Okay. So I got into the costumers union, um, back up. I'm sorry. Before the costume, before, after I got denied, um, entry into the costume designers union, I applied to be a PA. Okay. Yes. Uh, someone actually hit me through Instagram DM. Um, it was like, hey, a friend needs help on a project. And um, would you be open to it? Me, I'm a risk taker. I didn't know what they were talking about. I'm like, yes, I, absolutely. So I go on it. And the show is, uh, I work and I'm only supposed to work like one day. Um, mm-hmm. So I work one day, I kill it. Um, 
hear nothing. And then they asked me to work another day because I, I didn't realize at the time that I was covering for somebody else that couldn't come in, hence the last minute message. Mm. Um, so I worked that one day, I worked two days, I worked three days, I worked four days. And then they asked me, could I stay on wow. for the season? So then I worked on power for two seasons, the, the final two seasons. Come on, power I, girl. I was one of the backgrounds. <laughs> you were? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so dope what season was it it was I think it may have been early on it was no it was was, I don't know if it was one of the last two seasons but it was one of um like I remember shooting the funeral scene like in the church in Harlem and then that was probably five that might have been okay 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 yeah yeah um I went a couple 2018 2019 yep 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 that's season five um so from power I worked on for two seasons and then I used my wisdom and I asked (laughs) the people that worked on their team to help Mm -hmm. me get into the union so I had them write um letters for me and Mm -hmm. I was able to get into the union so during COVID is when I officially got into the union in 2020 um it was a bit of delay because things were down and Mm -hmm. then I officially got sworn in in November of last year wow yeah so from there um I worked on continue to work on power but as a costumer and then went on to Raising Canaan and then um left Raising Canaan to go to um what did I work Flatbush Misdemeanors and from Mm. there I decided that um I wanted to working with in all these different spaces it also inspired me to do my to go harder for myself Mm -hmm. because I've always been that person that's gone hard for the spaces I worked in it's like ma'am 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 those spaces aren't looking out for you like you're looking out Mm -hmm. for for them Mm -hmm. so you need to you know bigger picture long term I started Mm -hmm. thinking I started planning so um right now I'm in between working in the union and um um the brand De La Trish style. So I had I had a few clients um, that I've worked with officially on my brand mm-hmm. um, as far as styling as clients, but um, I'm just putting myself out there to foster and garner more attention and more mm-hmm. clients and ultimately work with brands. Um, I Like I said, I used to be an art director. I totally, I've had so many jobs and, I, and going through this process, I didn't even go through like miles culture and oh yeah because I've always held like three or four jobs at one time mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I sh- talking about it's like I need to write down and be like oh this was 2018 this was 2019 this was you 20. should. um I have it on my resume but when you talk about yourself sometimes I get so choked up like who am I what do I do <laughs> it's so hard to talk about myself sometimes but anywho um yeah, right now I'm working on um, growing relationships with the brand. So mm-hmm. when you reached out to me, it was like, oh my God, I literally just said, I want to start working with other people. I want to um, meet new people because um, I understand the importance of relationships and how it ultimately affects your success. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Every person has, plays a role. Yeah. You have to figure out how, like what you, how you utilize, you know, the person or the information they're giving you, but also understand how to, um, 
how to navigate that relationship to help both of you guys uh, propel mm-hmm. further. I don't think people, like when we meet, I don't think until probably until my thirties, it wasn't until my thirties that I realized that um, I met so many people. And like I said, I've never been that person that asked for things, but mm-hmm. I could have asked for so many things, you know, I would, I miss the opportunity or asking for things from, from a lot of people mm. and not just like, help me with this, help me with this. It was just like questions, right. like, just like insight, just, you know, I, um, brainstorming because we don't realize how creative people are out there. Yeah. Sometimes it just take you having a conversation to brainstorm and think of some dope idea. Mm-hmm. And there's so, so many different levels of creativity too, you know, like, it's so, and that's kind of like what this show is all about. It's just like, you know, we're all creative and creators and creatrices, creatrices um, right, in, right, right. in just different ways, like in our own way. And it's just up to us to like tap into like, okay, so what, like, how do I create and how do I find joy in creating? And, and it's, yeah, it's like, it's such a powerful tool that we all have access to that we're all meant to do is to create whether it's creating opportunities creating movies creating you know shows podcast like whatever like it's just like like going back to what you were saying earlier just that taking up space like our our, our creativity takes up space and allowing it to take up space and that's something I've had to learn too is you know going to the whole networking piece like yeah it's so important you know to to be able to put yourself out there, share with people what you do, especially like when I kind of transitioned over into this space of like spiritual wellness and energetics and all that stuff. I was like, oh, I have to kind of tell people that like, I'm in a whole different field. Like I have to like kind of reintroduce myself now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And sometimes I struggle with feeling like redundant. Like I don't like repeating myself. And I had like the, like the craziest down, download come through about that whole thing. Like when I was starting my business, I was like, repetition is marketing like you're gonna have to get comfortable with repeating yourself and like putting multiple things out there because that's what marketing is <laughs> be 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 the word that's the word like that was you one of the questions that you asked me previously was um was there do I struggle or suffer from periods of like self-doubt mm. and that's every time I post like I'm like mm. oh here she goes again like I question myself when I post so much, but at the end of the day, it's like, I'm running a business. How do I expect to reach people if I don't put myself out there? Mm -hmm. That same thing that we're doubting is what's going to propel us to the next level. So you have to get uncomfortable and you feeling uncomfortable while posting something is good. That means Mm -hmm. you're doing what you need to do. Like you're Mm -hmm. putting yourself out there and that's more than a lot of people are doing. A lot of people are just scrolling all day. They're not doing any of the work. So then when you, when you take that piece and you, and you sit back and you think about it and you're like, what do you have to lose? Yeah. A lot of us are in places that we can only go up from, Yeah. you know, it's like, you don't have much to lose. So take the risk now while you still have the energy, the health, the body to do so. You don't want to oh. get 10, you don't want to be 30, not even 30. You don't want to be, I'm saying like 30 years old. Right. You don't want to be like 60, 70 or 80 and regretting. Mm-hmm. Or be one of those people on the in your bed confessing or you know talking about things you wish you should have could have right, right right that's so um, so true but yeah I have self-doubt insecurities all the time especially when you go into places like I said it's a secret society a lot of times it's a new person in the space you don't know anything mm-hmm. so I get self-doubt every time I walk into a place but one thing that helps me feel good is the way I look 
I know I got a little style. <laughs> I know this color that I put with this color, it's, it's cute, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, that brings me joy. And then I can go in with a better attitude and people are more willing to help you when you're nicer. Yeah. So it's like, put your, put your insecurities aside. We've all, everyone's been in that place. So as much as people want to act like they haven't, whether they're in that, the person in that position or not, we've all been there. Mm-hmm. So once you think about that and understand that, like all the people that you're seeing that you're looking up to, they are doing what you're doing right now. They went through, you know, it's all a part of the process. It's just emotional intelligence mm-hmm. that helps us get through it. You know, not being able to succumb to those feelings or the self, self-doubt or um, the uh, negative self-thoughts or, um, you know, just everything that's not good for us. Yeah, yeah. Mm, 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 mm. I love that. And that's so... <laughs> It's funny. It's like, I feel like I'm constantly having to relearn that lesson, <clears throat> excuse me, and relearn that lesson. And, it's, and I actually, I did a reading for someone yesterday, Oracle card reading, and that was what came up. And in the reading, I was like, is it really as simple as choosing not to allow ourselves to like go back into those old emotions, those old thoughts, those old feelings, like using them as information, like, okay, this feeling is coming up, this doubt is coming up again. I like, I must be on the brink of something really dope, something really great, because that ego, that 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 part of myself, that that wounded inner child, is like trying to not block me, but like they think it's protecting us, you know. It's like, oh, don't do that because you know you might be, you know, you know, you, this happened last time, and you don't know what's gonna happen, and it's really just like flipping our perception about when those emotions come up. It's like if this is information. I'm doing, like you said, I'm doing something right. I'm on the right path. I'm going to choose to navigate through this. I'm going to get back into balance emotionally, mentally. I'm going to step back into my joy because I know I have what it takes. I have the skills. I have the talent, like, and I'm going to navigate through this and get to the other side, you know? And it's just about us. Like you said, it's just about us choosing to not feed into the old, feed into the negativity, feed into that doubt. The choosing comes from doing the work. The more Mm -hmm. that you put yourself in those uncomfortable positions, the more it is to be in those, the easier it is to be in those uncomfortable positions Mm -hmm. because the uncomfortability won't stop. And it shouldn't stop if you want to keep progressing to the next level. Like you're going to constantly keep tapping into levels that you've never seen or reached before. So with that being said, you have to be comfortable in constantly reaching those levels because that is new for you, which means you have to do new things. Mm-hmm. So it's going to bring new feelings. It's going to, it's, it's, everything is new. You have to train your mind to not succumb to those feelings. You know, it's all about choice, but the choice comes from doing, putting mm-hmm. yourself in those positions or, you know, feeling, experiencing self-doubt. All of that is a part of the process. It's a part of the, if you didn't feel that, then you have no room for growth, you know? Because you have so to, true. you have to feel, you have to feel some type, something to question, to make you do more, to, to, to change things. Mm. I feel like if we didn't have those feelings then we would be safe and complacent. And that's not what propels, what, that's not what creates or fosters success. Right. That's not what makes successful people. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so take that in. <sighs> <laughs> And again, it's all, it's crazy how much time it's taking me to get through here to this point. And like I said, a lot of it is because I've been, I've always operated off survival mode. Yeah. In the process of constantly doing, 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 never thinking twice about needing a break. But that's, that's changed. I take breaks now. Like Mm -hmm. there's some days where I might not have a client and I may not work to do background, but, and I'll work on my, and I do like my content for myself. But for me, that's a break because I like what I do. Right. 
and I don't have no weird energies interfering with that. I create mm-hmm. the space I want. I create, I add the music. Like it's, it's, it's cool and it's dope, but um, it's also dope to create with other people. Yeah. yeah. So again, I take the time to like, you know, do the things that pays the bills and also work on the things that will pay the bills in the long run. Cause I don't mm. want to keep physically <laughs> exhausting my body for someone else. Mm-hmm. And I feel that so, so, so immensely. Yeah. I totally yeah. feel that. You remember our days of working at a, a you know, a corporation? Girl, <laughs> it was, was just, just like, like how did I used to do it like seven days a week because I had a full-time job and then I'd go to urban on like on the weekends like at like on a Friday like then work all weekend like seven I was working seven days a week at one point and I just like kind of sit back and I think about that time and I was just like similar to how you're feeling like I was just in survival mode like I needed to pay the bills like I like this is what we do. <laughs> I, I understand it's 2018 2017 20 like right before I got into power Mm-hmm. um that was my schedule I was working seven days when I was the art director I was also um working on the weekends in film mm-hmm. not on the weekends I will I will work I will work when I was the art director I transitioned my schedule from being in the school in the physical space so much mm-hmm. to working in the studio and productions and then um working in the space on the weekends mm-hmm. so I'll be working like 12 hour days Monday through Friday and then go work we work from like there's like eight to ten hours so then I would be working like 80 hours a week mm. that's why I was like no more COVID and that literally all this transition like it naturally it came naturally it wasn't like I decided to do this mm-hmm. it was like COVID but prior to COVID it was almost like the escalation to that you know mm-hmm. like um the job started getting crazy not um the art directing job but even the film you know it, it got really busy and I was like you know I think I I got really sick like um I had like a like a cold like not even a cold it was like something um I don't know it's like drainage or something I had it for like three months mm. and I couldn't figure out why and it was because it, like my body of like going 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 not resting not eating properly because mm-hmm. when you work so much you don't have time to eat right. and that is a huge that's the, the energy you need to do the work <laughs> yes so it's like make it make sense if you're not eating then what are you doing mm-hmm. um so there's so many things like I said I was like burning myself out and it was like one after one thing started shifting shifting and I didn't realize I was at all this time this is all a part of the awakening <laughs> like yep. I would honestly say I've been going through this process for about a little over two years mm-hmm and it wasn't until I like three weeks maybe a month ago I felt so heavy that I just needed some direction from somewhere mm-hmm. like literally if you would have walked past the street and said hi to me I probably would have booked on crying mm-hmm. that's that's how it was so 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 and then speaking to her it kind of like a huge sigh of relief because she told me what it was like I I've been a spiritual person and by by spiritual person I mean like I know there's a higher power I know mm-hmm. I have a higher power I know that I feel differently than anyone than other people like right. I feel everything right. like oh, you don't even yeah. have to oh, say anything okay you don't yes, have to yes, say yes. anything and I'll be like something's you know something's not right you know yeah. what I mean you're highly but sensitive in speaking to her yeah yeah very 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 so in speaking to her um she informed me all this and I was like wow like a light bulb went off I was like it's the same, like she didn't say any like magical words or mm-hmm. no like big dictionary words. <laughs> it was like literally layman's terms. And I was like, oh, that's what it is. <laughs> wow. So 
Yeah, it was like the one of the best things I ever done, and I still think about it to this day. Just because you know I'm experiencing, I'm still going through the process and mm-hmm. coming out of it. But when you speak to spiritual people, they kind of have like a foresight that you don't have. Mm-hmm. So when things start to unfold, you're like, mm-hmm. yeah, I knew this was coming. Yeah, <laughs> yep. you know, it's so true. Yeah, and it's, it's so beautiful being on this side of it and just having having the vocabulary having the awareness having the language to to put to these feelings and to these emotions <clears throat> and so I, I totally resonate with you know what you're going through um I went through it during my Saturn return like my late 20s um and that's earlier than me I wish I would have had it earlier <laughs> You probably, no, listen, you probably did. You probably did, but it was in a different, a little just bit Just didn't know how way. to navigate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just in a different way. Um, but yeah, and I was like, oh, wait, no, I need to, this, this is, I want different. Like I want different and this path feels right. This path has given me that space, like to really tap back into myself and tap into my truth and like just reclaiming my power. And even still, like, I'm still like honing that level of like you want my yeah, power you just, and just want so much for yourself when you yeah. tap into that you want so much more for yourself like things you can't even see things you can't even feel like you yeah. want feelings that you never felt before you know yeah. you want to get rid of bad feelings like you're more aware of like how you're moving what you're saying like sometimes I have to catch myself and stop being so negative you know mm-hmm. that self-doubt I have to like constantly like yo stop 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 yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. all a part of the process because we're tapping in something new we're doing things we've never done before everything is a competition you know whether we want to make it or not it just appears social media is yeah. made to appear like competition it's almost like who got the cuter picture and it's mm-hmm. like we, we're all we're all cute you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what I mean just put yourself out there somebody is going to resonate with you someone Absolutely. someone is going to you just have to put yourself out there and that's what I realized I that's what I've that's been my goal is like put myself out there, not just like go putting out any random content, but like put yourself in the forefront. Like as hard as you go for these jobs, go that hard for yourself. Show the world that person that you work so that you work so hard to prove to other people. Mm-hmm. Prove mm-hmm. it to yourself. <laughs> and that's mm-hmm. that's literally is what, what has changed the game for me. It's like I gotta prove to myself that like I deserve so much more. Yeah. I want so much more. I want to see so much more. So, yeah. 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 And it sounds like, you know, going, given everything that you've shared with your, with the reader and, and what you're going through relationally, um, it's just, I feel, and I could also like, I just, just see there's something really huge up ahead. And you just really? had to, oh yeah, that's, this is why all everything's getting shook up. Cause it's like, oh no, that person can come. Nope. That person can come. And that person can come either. Like you gotta, nope. Cause there's something else coming up that like, I like, we need you here. Yeah, we need to make sure, yeah. like you said, the people around you, like we need to make sure the people And people will start you. removing themselves. That's the crazy thing is like, I had people unfollow me and they come back to my picture, my page to like, and it's so simple, but it, I mean, it's so like stupid, but little things like that is let you know, like, this mm-hmm. is the awakening. It's like, I didn't, you know, you did that to yourself. I don't know why mm-hmm. you did it, but clearly, I mean, you just gave me the clarity, but then you came back. So it's like, oh, okay. Something, you know, something is mm-hmm. happening. Yeah. So even stuff like that is just like it's crazy how people will be removed from you and you won't even have to do it. Like the universe will do it for you. Oh yeah. As long as you put in the work yourself. It's so oh, yeah. funny. Oh yeah. Oh it's yeah. So funny. Like I like every time something happens, I'm like, 
a light bulb. Like I'm so shocked at like the powers of the spirit. It's so it's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I want to, I want to learn and do such so much more. Like I want to get into Reiki. Oh yeah. Reiki. I've been like doing research and, you know, tapping to my chakras more. Well, listen, um, girl, I got a course. If you want to learn a little something, something. This is why we're here today. This is what we're doing. We're building. <laughs> this is the beginning of something beautiful. Growth. Yeah, that's serious. what I teach. I teach about the chakras. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm so serious. Like I, I wanna like, I wanna be my ultimate best self. And in being that best self, like I, I wanna do it for other people. Yeah. You know, I realize that um I have a way of every time I speak to people, people are like, you will never know, or you inspire me and I'm, and I don't even think about it. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the things that I do, it's the same thing other people do, but I think it's just how I go about it. You know, that Absolutely. people are just in awe, you know? So that is another reason why I put myself out there. Cause whether I believed it or not, people see things in me mm-hmm. and that's, what's propelled me to move forward because people saw the light in me before I saw the light, you know, mm-hmm. asked me to help on projects. It's like, there's something, it, there was something in me that asked that I was asked to do these things before I even had the experience, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. And I want to be that for other people. So it's like, of course, when you reach out to me about being in a podcast, say less. What else do you need? Like, I want (laughs) to be that person, you know, I want to be that person that helps other people. And we all, you know, foster something beautiful and big. Mm. It's possible. There's room for all of us. Absolutely. Um, we live yeah, in an infinite I'm, universe like literally that's what I have to literally. remind myself like my reality could change at any second like anything is possible like just really like just ingraining that in my mind because you know it's really easy to look around in the physical realm and be like well that's that and this is that limit and this is that limit but it's like no like you have to really and this is really what I love about like just having that spiritual awakening and really being able to see past the physicality because like when you get beyond the we call it like the 3D realm, that 3D plane where everything is so visceral and like physical and you get outside of that, everything is so expansive and it's huge and it's monumental. And it we have access to that. Be- it makes you feel stupid for being so closed, closed off from it before like your awareness. Like mm-hmm. I felt stupid for not knowing these like simple things. And it's just like, it's literally right there. Yeah, It's yeah. right, like literally right there. And I've even seen it like, the more I put myself out there, the more people are reaching out to me about certain things. Mm-hmm. So message to everyone out there. If you're doubting yourself, just do it. Just do it. We just all have to see, we all started somewhere. And ultimately the more you do something, the better you'll get at it. We just have to start. Mm. I have so many ideas, so many things that I want to do that I, you know, can't share because I got to give I gotta leave something for y'all Absolutely. to be like, the next the next podcast, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, ultimately, I want Daylight Trish Style, the brand, to make people feel comfortable being themselves. Mm. I want people to accept themselves, their bodies for what it is, and cater to it. Because everybody has something that somebody wants. Mm. You know, we all see aspects of ourselves in other people or see things in other people that we wish we had in ourselves. And you can do that. You can be that. You can take a little bit of everybody and add it to yourself and be your own person. You just have to embrace it and nurture it and find, you know, find what works best for you. 
that's what is so beautiful. And that's why there's room for all of us because no two people are alike. Mm-hmm. We like, we all like seeing different things. That's why we get on Instagram. So if you post a picture and it's dope, I post a picture of people. We all love it because this is what we like. We like mm-hmm. different, different, how do you say differentiality? Different, yeah, different, yeah. <laughs> sometimes, I, sometimes I feel like I'm making up work. <laughs> Listen, that's um, fine too. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I realize even when I scroll, I get, like I said, I get excited by can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Music just started playing in my ear. That's what I was like, what's happening? <laughs> um, but yeah, I realized um, even when I scroll that I get on there because I see so many different things. Mm-hmm. Individu- individuality is what is the, the what's beautiful about us right. as a whole. So I agree. I agree. Oh, wow. This has been such a beautiful conversation. Thank you for all you dropping all these gems and all this wisdom and for sharing about your, your spiritual journey, your professional know, journey, I, like personal journey. <laughs> I know. I feel like I disclosed a lot and I hope I didn't overshare too much, but I, um, so. I just wanted to be a little bit more transparent and give people more of an idea about who Trisha is. Cause I think yeah. it's easy to see someone in in clothes that you think are cute and form this idea about them mm. without even knowing who they are. And conversations, I want to do more of it. I want to have more. We learn so much from just talking and expressing and being vocal with each other, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. But thank you so much for all of your transparency. Like, it was inspiring and inspirational. And I know the people out there who come across this episode, they're going to be super inspired and and hopefully get that get a little fire under their butts to to do the thing whatever that is just do it absolutely and if anyone's interested in working together collaborating yeah drop your socials and everything always 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 interested in collaborating people um my social is de la trish style so like de la soul but Mm -hmm. de la trish just like it sounds and then style um, and then I have a website, daylightyourstyle.com. Um, and yeah, catch me in the credits of your favorite TV shows yes! or on your Instagram <laughs> or in your city. Cause I'm making, I'm trying to make moves and connect with you guys. So yeah. definitely, definitely keep in touch everyone. Absolutely. And I hope I have inspired, I hope I have inspired people um, listening to this. And I know I didn't go into a lot about my style because everything, me working um, in styling and doing on a level that I want to create um, as far as my brand is mm-hmm. kind of new. And um, me getting to this point had a lot to do with spirituality. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of reason why I focus um why I talk so much about spirituality recently because tapping into this has led me to this point tapping into my spirituality has led me to this point to ultimately do what I am passionate about and listen I'm grateful that that is how the conversation fold because that's so much of like girl you don't even know like so much of what I talk about is like I all everything I do comes from the spiritual realm because that is so much of where that's where everything comes from our ideas our insight our wisdom who to connect to oh all of a sudden I feel like I want to reach out to that like like everything comes from that that source center you know and and it's like that's my mission it's just like getting more people like taking spirituality out of the box and like it only looks like this no like you are a spiritual being like how it looks like for you is how it needs to be how it needs to exist in the world period that's it absolutely and that's where like authenticity intuition like to me that is 
my spiritual path <laughs> you know it's like it's the root of it all yeah. it's the root of it all like you have to be true to yourself not mm-hmm. anyone else not this idea that you have but true to yourself exactly. and that comes with like sitting with yourself having conversations with other people so that you can get some feedback because sometimes mm-hmm. we need that you know we get in our head and we can be super critical or we can have too much pride and think that we're the shit and mm-hmm. sometimes you need to speak with someone else because we're, we're not we all have flaws we all have opportunities we have things we can work on right know? right right so i'm grateful 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 to my partner to do this all because i see i've driven her crazy mm. <laughs> just like talking about this this process you know mm-hmm it's so beautiful yes it's important that we have those safe spaces like you said community you know I am so passionate about like creating community and just creating spaces for people to just be able to come up and show up authentically and speak with whatever on their heart judgment free like you just be you you know we're all going through a lot of shit (laughs) absolutely you know so absolutely you'd be surprised (laughs) just because people look okay it doesn't mean they're like okay you know mm-hmm. they could be going through something but they don't have the space to not be okay exactly <laughs> you gotta exactly push exactly mm, 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 mm. Yeah. oh my heart is so full oh thank so you happy. so much thank you. thank you thank you thank you thank you and if ever you want to do this again I'm down this is so dope I was so nervous at first <laughs> I you did hate, amazing I'm not gonna say hey I I'm working on becoming better at public speaking mm-hmm. So it, I was a little nervous. I'm not gonna lie, but again, com- uncomfortable. I I need to be uncomfortable to grow. Yeah, yeah, that's so but true. I'm grateful. Mm. I'm grateful. Well, we're grateful to have you on the show. I'm just so excited for people to hear your episode. So thank you again. Um, and yeah, I look forward to like seeing how you grow and flourish and and where life has what life has in store for you next because I know it's going to be something really big that's why this this Likewise. this shift was so great you know the greater the shift the greater the reward let's think about it like that you know like oh. there's something like like the, like she said you're creating space for something big and, and clearly you need a lot so of space <laughs> yeah, this just this brings me so much joy to hear this because it's it's been a process man a rewarding one a rewarding one you know mm-hmm. rewarding I shed a lot of tears yeah a lot yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But I want to um, touch, tap in and touch base with you about the reading, the chakras. The oh, chakras. sure, yeah. Um, um, I want to learn more. I want to get in tune. I want to grow. I want to continue to grow. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I'm definitely going to get in touch with you about that. But yes, please be in touch. Absolutely. If ever you need me to get, I'm here. <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you so much. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.